Chapter Eight of Fritz to the Front by Edward L. Wheeler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Kirk Ziegler. Adrift. At first, Fritz had no idea of what could have happened, but it did not take him long to come to one conclusion on the matter: that he had been captured at night, thrust into the frail boat, and set adrift on the ocean. Who had been the authors of the job? There could be no doubt in his mind about that. The Greyvilles, or the Greggs, as he believed they were, were anxious to have him leave the neighborhood, and had probably, through their agents, caused his removal in this very promiscuous manner. By an effort, he sat up in the little boat and gazed around him. He was now some distance from the beach, beyond the white-capped breakers, and, as the tide was receding, the frail craft was of course drifting farther and farther from land each moment, a reflection that might have caused any one a start, while to Fritz, bound and helpless, it was the next thing to being alarming. "'Felt by Jiminy Dunder!' was his explanation, as he gazed dolefully around him. "'If I don't vast in a doyful of a fix, then I don't want a cent.' they've come fun cute game offer me and i'll bet a half a dollar i go down der same throat vot jonah did der vales wonder vich von of dem vellers put up der shop on me i'd like to punch his nose reckon it vos dot feller whose eyes i blacked mit der jersey plue up at der picnic i wonder vot der places vot a feller can do anyhow there was a sorry prospect for his being able to do anything much toward helping himself from the unenviable situation in which he had been placed. He was unable to use his hands or feet, and was therefore helpless and at the mercy of the wild waters over which he was drifting. Did he have use of hands and feet he was not yet out of danger, for the boat was without oars and the distance to the land was so great as to make it a daring attempt to breast the outgoing tide in a struggle to reach the shore by swimming still it seemed the only hope for him if by any way he could free himself from the straps which bound him and he was not the one to despair without first proving to his satisfaction that it was the only thing left for him to do therefore he set to work industriously in an attempt to loosen the bonds from his hands luckily they were not bound behind his back which was one advantage as he could use his teeth upon them but being leather straps he made slow headway nibbling at the strap around his hand but little by little it yielded so that after a while a violent wrench broke it asunder and his hands were free by chimney dot ish good anyhow he muttered making haste to unloosen his feet now der next things is somedings else how is i going to cut back mit their shore it was an all-important question the boat was perhaps a mile farther from shore than when he first had estimated the distance i don't know whether i can swim dot verder or not he muttered doubtfully but supposin der whale or der doyful fish catch old mit mine poot-leg and suck me in under der water what a doyful of a fix i'd be in den if only i had some paddles i would have no troubles getting to shore vid der boat he was in the midst of these reflections when he heard a shout farther out at sea and for the first time beheld dimly a dusky object floating in the water not far ahead of him hello who you vas and vat you want fritz shouted in answer i am a poor devil more or less drowned and can't hang on to this barrel much longer be you man or devil for heaven's sake hurry along with your boat all right i will be there in der sweetness pie and pie keep a stiff upper lip until i got you soon 
the young detective replied heartily there's nothing like hang on at their critical minute kneeling and leaning over the front part of the boat he used his hands as propellers and in this way was able to improve the slow progress of his light craft to some extent and in a few moments was alongside the barrel on top of which a drenched human was balancing himself at a glance fritz perceived who it was hartley he exclaimed in surprise yes what's left of me the senate smuggler replied clambering into the boat thank heaven you came along just as you did for my grip wouldn't hold out much longer well i should think not i'd given you up ash dead how is it that you vant vas killed by der smugglers it's no fault of theirs hardly replied grimly they chucked me under night afore last miles out at sea supposing my hands and feet were bound and heavy stone tied to my head but while they were rowing me out i contrived to loosen up matters so that i was really free the minute i struck water but i went under all the same to deceive them when they headed for shore i arose to the surface and after swimming about until nearly exhausted i caught on to this empty cask which has in one sense been my salvation by the tides i have been carried quite near to shore but my lower limbs being numb by remaining so long in the water i dared not attempt to swim ashore and the outgoing tide has carried me out again not so far as it would however if i had not struggled shoreward constantly but how come you out here in this frail shell even without oars fritz explained as far as he had known and hartley scowled there'll be a reckoning for someone he said if i ever succeed in getting ashore but there's not much prospect of that unless we can get some oars or something to pull ashore with the tide will begin to ebb in before a great while too i have one idea fritz said if we can get their peril apart we might do some things vid their staves what you tink about dot good idea we can easily get the staves hartley drew up the barrel alongside the boat and soon had it knocked to pieces and four of the staves secured now then for sure he cried when we get there i'll leave you on business for a few hours after which i will join you and we will work together against the gregg gang we will paddle to land on the lower side of the bluff as it wouldn't be particularly healthy for me to land in front of the village you can and in fact had better keep shady in the vicinity of the old rookery on the bluff and i will join you as soon as possible accordingly they paddled as rapidly toward the beach as their strength would permit by the time it was daybreak they had landed below the bluff here they drew the light boat upon the beach and hartley said i'll leave you now but we'll return in the course of a few hours all right i will remain in their neighborhood fritz replied and then the young smuggler clambered up the side of the bluff and was soon gone from view i wonder what their veller is up to now fritz muttered after he had gone there is something he was going to do what he ain't particular about my knowing somethings about i have half a notion dot he ain't vas so nice a feller vot i first thought und i vould be much surprised if he vould give me away off he got a chance but oh i vill keep watch of him i've got der smugglers under der kidnapper spotted und i'll bet a half a dollar i don't vas be some centuries till i get em trapped in der meantime there is something i want to investigate this was something he had noticed as he and hartley had paddled into the shore from the ocean in about the center of the bluff at the water's edge as it faced the open atlantic was a dark hole of considerable size 
which looked as if it might lead to a cavern in the hill if hartley knew of its existence he had kept it a secret but our german detective had noticed it and resolved to see where the aperture led to under any other circumstances he would not have given it a second thought but the fact that the smugglers held out in this vicinity of which he now had no doubt gave that hole in the bluff more than ordinary significance jumping into the boat he paddled off once more into the water and headed toward the front of the bluff not knowing what danger he might unexpectedly run into he had drawn his revolver which strangely enough his captors had not taken from him and placed it on the stern seat beside him working silently but steadily along the face of the bluff which was quite perpendicular he soon came before the aperture and headed his boat into it mr or as he styled himself honourable granby granville sat in his private study this same morning engaged in smoking a cigar as he rocked in an easy chair and gazed out through an open glass door upon the pretty lawn that his thoughts were of an unpleasant nature was evident by a frown which disfigured his florid countenance and this frown did not lessen but rather increased as there suddenly appeared in the doorway no less a wild-looking personage than silly sue whom fritz had encountered upon the beach she made a grimace and a sort of jerky bow as she saw his honour and then stood staring at him in a strange manner well he growled angrily what brings you here what allis brings me here she replied with a chuckle i want to come back and play up high cockalorum like my big-feeling sister suppose that's silly too ain't it daddy no more than your accursed obstinacy you fool was the severe reply you well know the only terms that can ever restore you as a member of my family but i won't accept them then clear out you shall never be anything to me until you surrender the stolen money bah it ain't yours you're a bad wicked man and you got it wickedly and get all your wealth wickedly and the more you get the wickeder you get get out i'd cut my head off sillies i am before i give you up the money curses on your mulishness ah i know you cherish the most fatherly regard for me if it wasn't for the hope that i will some day restore your lost ten thousand you'd had me drowned months ago by the way old man what have you done with my feller your fellow yes hal hartley how should i know anything about him oh you should know better oh you wicked monster take care girl no i won't take care and her eyes flashed in defiance of his anger i ain't a bit afraid of you because i can outrun any dog in the town and i know what's become of hal your tools took him out and chucked him under but ah uh, uh, he's all right greyville started a little what foolishness is this of yours oh only silliness of course she laughed loudly but hal's all right and now that his scruples have had a pickle i'll allow he'll come around to my cherished plan and we'll make it warm for you what you dare to threaten me didn't i tell you i'd go for you if you didn't reform well i must be off how's my stately sister how's the countess ha ha shoot her she's an old hag with a glass eye and false teeth the future mrs g bah such a model private excursion steamer too still it serves its purpose i'm off now just come up to spice your breakfast better mend your ways the way of the transgressor is hard bye-bye yours truly silly sue and then with a wild laugh she vanished End of chapter eight